Hi folks, uh, this week I will warn you that we have some discussion of COVID-19, um, ADHD, Warhammer 40k, which, yeah, has its own thing, and uh, there is some mention of eating disorders, just, just so you're aware. Um, after that, I mean, we have pets, that's always our second warning. Um, the baby chickens are, I think, having a a whatever going on down there and that's fine they've been spending their days outside also cats and dogs and thirdly swearing happens mostly at the cats uh one or two in particular and but you know just accept that it happens and that it might show up in the interview or the discussion and all that stuff so hey welcome to productivity alchemy episode 248 Wow, we are two episodes away now from episode 250 and the end of year five. And, uh, wow, it, it's starting to sink in, um, a little more and just sort of all the work that's, that's gone into it and everybody who's contributed and y'all have just been fantastic and I'm going to gush. So I'm going to stop now. Uh, I am going to say that Ursula's not with me this week because it is book launch week and she has just been busy. We had a, yesterday was literally, it was the Tuesday that Nettle and Bone actually came out and we had an event at uh, the local bookseller, Flyleaf Books, and it was fantastic and it was a lot of fun. And uh, everyone, thank you to everyone who showed up. We really enjoyed seeing you. Um, yeah. And then tonight she had a, a, a co-panel uh, online with Kat Valenti who we think is absolutely fantastic as well. Um, Kat also has a new book out. I'll link to that in the show notes. Um, and yeah, that's been taking up a lot of her time and still working in the garden and getting the next book done. So uh, she she deserves the rest, right? She deserves the break. She doesn't need to be on all the time. As for me, um, week three has happened for building a second brain and it's interesting because looking over the past two weeks we're sort of like okay this is just building on what i already know this is building on what i know week three is where it's like okay here's something new here's something you know that you're gonna have to to dig into and kind of wrap your head around and to to bring into practice and so i'm just uh i'm just excited about it and I will say that, you know, I've talked about how I would love to have um, Tiago Forte, the, the founder of Building a Second Brain and Forte Labs, on the show. It occurs to me I can't interview him about how he stays organized and productive without basically highlighting this course. Um, and it's it's kind of awesome because it's, it's very... Um, intimate and you know very upfront about this is what i'm doing this is how i do it here's all the stuff here's what led to here's some of the thought processes around it here's why it works for me and the mentors are absolutely fantastic and going through here's what doesn't necessarily work for me here's how i've adapted things to suit my specific needs or my situation um and uh so i've really been enjoying the mentor sessions as well work is work work involves a lot more sort of code this week and so you know it's it's good stuff um and i've got a hard deadline coming up so that's the other reason why i'm keeping this surprisingly short is because well i want to get it done because i want to see if i can finish this one thing tonight and be done done and that would be awesome right so there's that uh for our interview this week I had a chance to sit down with Augusta Scarlet on the Joko Cruise. Uh, we were both on it, and we sat down for about an hour, hour and a half, I think, in total, and had a catch-up. And we did not just... I mean, we, we had a personal catch-up before we had the recorded catch-up, so uh, there's that. But it was absolutely fantastic to see Augusta again. It was absolutely fantastic to have this talk, and I love being able to bring it to you this week. And so, without further ado, here it is after this.
Hi folks, uh, this is coming to you um, pre-recorded from the Choco Cruise, um, and I am here with returning guest, which is awesome, um, Augusta Scarlet. Right? Hello. Say yeah. hi, yeah. So, um, can you introduce yourself and remind people what it is you do? Okay, well, I am, in my day job, I am a systems librarian at a university, which means I keep the... Uh, website up and going and I keep the databases and sometimes the e-journals talking to the website mm -hmm. as well as the you know other duties as assigned right especially because we have in the past two years of the I think eight people in my department we're now down to five. Oh man and I have and it turned out that my job is now to maintain apps written in a language I didn't know existed oh it's Rust, yeah. Oh, Rust, yeah. Well, Rust is also really new. Yeah, and so, so yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> that. I also do a book cover design and painting for self-published authors. Yes. And also, in my copious spare time, I am now writing and I have finished a novel draft. Oh, wow. All right. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> so, go you. Um, so, I... Did not bring the large book of copious notes mm -hmm. that I took last time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, you want to talk about, because it's been, last time we talked, it was before everything. Wave mm -hmm. my hands in the air at everything. Yeah. Um, so do you want to talk about, like, how it was before and how you've had to change your systems? Because you've obviously taken on more mm -hmm. since then. Um, both at work and at not work. Mm -hmm. So, um, how how did it how did it start, and where is it now? <laughs> ah, good question. Let's see. Um, I started by basically being unable to say no, so I ended up overcommitted in covers. Okay. And then, of course, twenty twenty happened, and everybody had issues. Oh, we also that was. The big, um, which which one is it? Twenty twenty one that we had the big snowpocalypse in yeah. our yeah okay. yeah that was that's that's sure. Lumen yeah. Uh, yeah, Augusta's yes. partner so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I I keep looking at Lumen and it's just <laughs> oops okay so um, and now I'm losing track of what I was going anyway so yeah twenty twenty happened and with the the same mental issues that. Everybody's Everybody, right? Yeah. And also, because between that and being overcommitted, it turns out that one of my um, not coping strategies is when I'm overcommitted, I shut down and do nothing. Right. So, in which stresses me out more, <laughs> and which, causes yeah, me to it, not do more. <laughs> it's it's a horrible feedback loop. Yes. Um. But slowly worked out of that again with the help of Lumen who actually sat me down with a giant whiteboard and my list of oh wow of uh people I'd committed you know to doing covers for and we worked out a schedule and I contacted all my clients and went okay this is the time I will be working on your thing excellent and um I discovered for me that I had been going with Deadline. I've been saying, okay, mm -hmm. you 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 need this by March thirty first. I will write that down on my calendar. March thirty first. This is due. Right. I need to instead block out the week of time I will be working on that. Okay. Yeah. Which is slight and subtle, and I don't know why it never occurred to me before. But instead of give, working on working to a deadline, I work to this week. Okay. Um, that made things so much nicer, really. <laughs> yeah, because suddenly instead of a, a, a big, there's this big looming block that mm -hmm. you can get into that panic the day before, right? Yeah. Now you can look at it and go, I have all week to work on that. Mm -hmm. And if I finish it earlier, great, I have free time. Mm -hmm. And if I finish it towards the end, that's fine, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, awesome. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, did that. Um, also, no. I had a thought, and it went away, of course. Of course. Yeah. Um, oh, I've raised my prices. 
Oh, there you go. I was, I was getting a lot of people coming in, you know, emailing me and using the form on my site, and I was having a very hard time saying no because I like doing this. Right. But right. I, you know, if I have no time, I just have no time. And yep. I finally went, I, I first changed the wording on my form to say, I am booked through this many months. Right. And that didn't stop the flood. So I took the actual contact form off, but I had to put my email address on there because mm-hmm. I, I will prioritize prior clients. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that didn't stop the flood either. Wow. And what I did was... <laughs> right? I basically doubled my prices. <laughs> that's that's mm-hmm. what on, and it's like, okay, if someone comes in and still wants to still wants my services for that price, I will rearrange my schedule for them. <laughs> right. And and that's an interesting an interesting thing is that part of the demand was that yes. you were underpriced maybe and uh, mm-hmm. but affordable. Yeah. Um and you have to kind of raise that bar to say mm-hmm. okay, I am in demand, my time is worth money yeah. and I have to um I have to adapt. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the hardest things I've seen with artists, um, and I say this as someone, of course, who is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, who lives with an artist, as it were, mm-hmm. is that worry that if they raise their prices, then they will never work again. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you're in demand, you're in demand, and mm-hmm. you know, it, it's it's a hard thing. It's mm-hmm. a hard thing for a lot of people to do. Um, we're constantly saying, Ursula, that is that costs. That is that is too low a price. You need to increase your prices. Mm-hmm. But but what if? No, no what if? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you're you're worth more now. It's true. Mm-hmm. Um, you're worth more now. <laughs> Thank you. There you go. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, like. Mm, mm, this is exciting. Yes. That's what editing's for. Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay. This is exciting. Yes. Um, so apparently they're doing a microphone check. I don't know how much of that is being picked up, but we'll roll with it. Okay. Um, yes. <laughs> and uh, okay, so mm-hmm. you raised your prices. At the same time, did you have to undergo the whole now I work from home thing? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we did that. And. Um, That honestly, it was it made things easier. Okay. Because there was an hour and a half of the day that normally would have been to let's waking, let's wake up, let's get dressed, do all yes. of your morning things, find food because I am not at my best in the morning. Um, right, right. Women has to feed me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, that and the same is with you know, and then there's the hour lunch in the middle where if you're at home, mm-hmm. okay, I can get in and I can like look for some Shutterstock stuff here, which right. is always the hardest part if you're right. doing the photo montage covers is finding the right stock. You know, and then once once work is over, boom, I can immediately switch over and you know, and since I'm working at home somehow I I I needed the decompression time less than okay. I do when I'm working out of home. Right, because you've got the whole it's mm-hmm. it's a much easy it's a much easier transition to say I'm going to walk over here and decompress mm-hmm. in a, a safer space, not I have to get in a car yeah. and deal with all that stress and then yeah. when I get home, you know, I, mm-hmm. I st- I'm still oh God. Mm-hmm. I'd go to the tattoo apartment and have to like take five minutes to just let the traffic get out of my mm-hmm. system, right? Yeah. Um uh, they've the shop changed location so now the traffic is Mm -hmm. i'm just like okay Mm -hmm. i know exactly what to expect here and it's not what is today's magical problem Mm -hmm. right so but yeah it's it is much easier Mm -hmm. to to step out of work mode once you adapt yes yeah because there's also the i'm at home and i'm working and so home is now work mindset that can trap you Mm -hmm. um did you have to deal with any of that um no, I can say that I've always <laughs> kept my work and 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 home life extremely separate. Okay. Um, it's yeah. If if somebody is if somebody needs to contact me after work to do something, they're going to have to go to the trouble of like looking up my phone number and doing right. it. I do not have my work, you know, phone number or emails on my phone. Okay. Okay. Or anything, and 
honestly, I run the website. Yes, if the website goes down, it's an emergency because um, we have students who are do- and faculty who are doing research and mm-hmm. testing and so forth. They need to get to these things. But my boss is the one who's on call for that. Gotcha. For the most part. By the time they call me, it's because they haven't been able to get a hold of my boss. Right. And honestly, if that's the case, if it's if it's that bad, all I'm going to do is call IT. Right. Because right, right, if, if there's something happening with the actual server, I can't do anything about that. Fair. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I am in a lucky spot where I can do that. And also it's like, well, if you're going to require that I take calls and email at home on my personal time, then you guys need to be supplying me with the machinery on which to do that. Yes. And they don't, so... <laughs> yeah, it's very different from mm-hmm. my industry where, at this point, it's bring your own device. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, I, I did have one company that was like, we need you on call 24 hours a day. And I'm like, yeah, uh, my phone turns off because otherwise I have to turn off every single alert except that one mm-hmm. so that I can sleep and not use the sleep mode. And they're like, how about we get phones just for on call? And I'm like, there you go. Mm-hmm. And that way we could also say, I'm not on call and hand the phone to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Now I would say the biggest thing I missed is that since we work at the same university, right? we listen to audiobooks on the way into work. And uh, okay, yeah. And, and that was, it's like, that was the big thing that I missed, was being able to listen to the audiobooks. <laughs> right, yeah. right. So. Um, but, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but like, at, if we, we're either binging, listening to a podcast, or binging mm-hmm. some low-brain TV series at night, so that's when we get ours in mm-hmm. now, because, you know, I mean, I can listen to podcasts all day for work. She can't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Or I can put on, you know, a dramedy mm-hmm. and binge through it while I'm working because nine times out of ten, that's brain processing I'm not using. Mm-hmm. So, but, and I'm not, the words that are happening are not words that I need to be, mm-hmm. like, I'm writing in a different language, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so that, so you've you've changed... Your work schedule hasn't really changed, but mm-hmm. your ability to, you know, do some of the other things has improved because mm-hmm. now you're not having to, like, set aside space at an office or go somewhere else mm-hmm. to do it. Or, like, you do not miss the commute. You miss the commute a little bit, but... Yeah, yeah not, not the actual traffic part, but the time right. to sit and listen to audiobooks or just even talk, you know? Right. Right. So. Um, so with all that, have your, I mean, have your actual habits changed then to go with it? Or any systematic yeah. changes? Or There's is it... been some systematic change. And I'll say mm-hmm. this, this started off with realizing that my ADHD medication, I had been on whatever the generic Stratera was, oh, yeah. was not working for me anymore. And there were side effects that I didn't care to deal with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... So I went back to my provider and explained this, and so she was, okay, we will, so I had to slowly tighter off of that. Right. And, well, theoretically, I was supposed to slowly tighter off, and I got sick or something and couldn't take it for three days, and by that point, I'm like, well, I might as well just not take it anymore. Right. Because <laughs> I already had the withdrawal symptoms, and <laughs> let's just... Yeah, oh, God. Yeah, yeah, I will just deal with that. Mm-hmm. That, so, and then we started... Um, uh, trying first tried Vivance and that made my ankle swell up. <laughs> and it's just sort of like, yeah, that's not that's not a side effect right. that you want to have with any medication. Right. And then we ended up switching to instead of the the long term meds, a sh- mm-hmm. short period. I'm currently on a low dose of Ritalin that lasts for three hours. Aha. I can do that and take it. I have to be very careful when I take it because. It takes you know, 20, 30 minutes to kick in, mm-hmm. and I need to be doing the thing that I want to be doing for that three hours gotcha. when it kicks in. I'll say, I, I, do a lot of, you know, I do a lot of the uh, 3D work for, as part of illustration, mm-hmm. and like everybody else who, who is, is doing it on the cheap, I use Daz, 
And I the don't desk. know desk. Yeah, it's 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 non-intuitive, but they're all sort of non-intuitive. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And they have a giant catalog of things you can buy. And okay. they run and they run complicated sales. And if I oh. have taken my Ritalin yeah. and I flip open the DAS page and I start looking through, I, I can work out the most, the, I can, the least amount of money I can pay for the most amount of stuff. All right. And it will take that three hours and I will I mean, have not been done the thing that I was intending to do. Yeah, yeah. So you also have to time when it's, when it's let's yes. buy sale, let's buy add-ons day. Yes. So yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, as part of this, we did a, um, this is a neuropsych evaluation. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. My provider had me, had me go to someone for that to, okay, let's just make sure you have ADHD. And this isn't something else that is imitating it or comorbid because, yeah, you know, there's I, a whole number of things that can go wrong and only a limited number of symptoms that people have. Yeah, and I mean, like in Ursula's case, it turned out her anxiety was almost all ADHD, mm -hmm. right? So when she's on the, when, when the meds are in effect, not a problem mm -hmm. when the meds would wear off especially pre-cruise mm -hmm. um leading up to the cruise that's when the panic brain would kick in mm -hmm. but for the the time the like four to six hours where the vivance was kicking in mm -hmm. on top of things just mm -hmm. great not freaking out mm -hmm. so but no i hear you on that one yeah. Yeah, yeah no i i you know and and the, the thing came down was like oh yes you have adhd <laughs> Right, and it's not just the uh, the inattentive form that you thought you had. It was it's the combined form. Oh yeah. Because uh, as as since I've I've listened to the you know Ursula talk about the ADHD mm -hmm. diagnosis process on right. productivity alchemy, and it's it's like oh yeah, it's it's the 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 hyperactivity comes out in the form of grabbing you by the lapels and saying let me tell you about Warhammer. Right? Okay. <laughs> yes, so yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, I did never realize that was... The, the hyper-focus bit. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, as of the past couple of years, I started reading Warhammer novels because I have friends who did that, and it's like, okay. All right, tangent uh, time. Mm -hmm. um, fantasy uh, or 40K? 40K. 40K. Yeah. Horus Heresy? I, I have managed to keep myself away from that. I have been mostly with the uh, Caiaphas Kane books and the Gaunt's Ghosts books. Oh my God, the Gaunt's Ghosts! Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's Dan Abnett, and he is amazing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I have the Adrian Tchaikovsky book, and I am partway through that one. So uh, I just read uh, Maledictions, mm -hmm. which is there a Warhammer horror anthology. Mm -hmm. So, but it has both 40k and mm -hmm. fantasy and it's oh my god. Mm -hmm. One of the writers is Cassandra Call. No, oh, okay. She did yeah. one of the stories and it's oh, just like, yeah. "Oh yeah." Mm -hmm. But um yeah, no, Gaunt's Ghosts are a favorite and I am I had just before the pandemic and before I couldn't focus on that storyline anymore. Mm -hmm. I had just gotten to the tail end of the major part of the heresy, mm -hmm. and it was just starting on the okay. Horus is arriving at ter <laughs> as arriving mm -hmm. at Soul System. Mm -hmm. For those of you who do not pay attention to uh, Warhammer Forty Thousand, <laughs> I apologize. Maybe I should just put in a, a warning that we're yeah. going to talk about. <laughs> you know, <laughs> because I mean, you know, one of the things about the Imperium that has become mm -hmm. much more obvious. Mm -hmm. um, is the sheer totalitarianism oh, yeah. of it. And it's, oh, yeah. yeah. And as much as I sort of love the ideas around the space marines and the Inquisition mm -hmm. and all of that, mm -hmm. it is grim dark. And I mean, yep. you know, really. Um, so anyway, mm -hmm. but the Horus Heresy, I mean, when they finish it and mm -hmm. they're getting close to the end of it, mm -hmm. it's worth reading. Yeah, um, like I, th I well think over 50 books in, I believe. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> I've read 40-some of them. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, But the whole idea that they gave the blurb in the book, mm -hmm. and this is going through all the details and the, the whole thing of mm -hmm. it, has just been, like, it was the thing I wanted out of the books mm -hmm. that they had never given me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, okay, back <laughs> on track. <laughs> yeah, I'll say, um, um, actually, one, one of the things about the Warhammer stuff is that, is that I found very interesting is that they have some really wonderful cover designs. Oh yeah. And, and oh yeah. Yeah, so that works. That, that works into my side job too, because it's like right. Yes, I get you know. Um, 
I'm sure I had somewhere I was going with that, but um, well, you had talked about yeah. uh, hyperfocus. Talk about you. Let me talk to you about Warhammer, and uh, I sidetracked yes. you to talk about Warhammer. Warhammer of course. So yes. yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. No, uh, often their cover designs are great. Mm -hmm. um, the whoever the designer is for uh, Danny Ware's books, mm -hmm. the um, uh, who does uh, uh, the um, uh, Sororitas mm -hmm. stories, who does Sororitas mm -hmm. stories, is just incredible. Mm -hmm. Like really good. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, let me make a mark. I've been meaning to get Danny on here. Um, so I will find out. Um, right. Uh, so there's that. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so, uh, so the diagnosis was, uh, yeah. getting, getting that, getting a more precise diagnosis. Yeah. A more precise diagnosis was mm -hmm. good. And then I also discovered something about myself, which explains a lot of my personal frustrations, mm -hmm. which is in the thinking skills section. So this is, right. this is like a three hour test in which you're doing things like putting blocks together okay. into interesting patterns and yeah, or yeah, she's yeah, yeah. giving you a list of numbers and you have to add them all up in your head and okay. a bunch of different things like that. And it, it, it turns out that I score you know, really good on this end of the bell curve for right. most of the thinking skills. Mm -hmm. Short term memory. Okay. Way on the other side. Interesting. Yeah, and it's just sort of like Okay, this explains why I have difficulty in lectures and taking notes, and in other things I ask, I have a thing where I will forget the name of a word, and I have to say, okay, what that that the thing you put things in to make them cold, and Lumen will be like refrigerator. No, uh... Uh, you know, and I asked her, is this part of that? And she said it very well could be. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and an inability to learn languages easily. Okay. I tried that. Uh, we have traveled in Japan. Lumen was able to pick up enough Japanese between listening to some tapes and just checking right. rail station signs to understand, to overhear and understand, uh, you know, two people say, what time is the festival tonight? It's at 6.30. Okay. And I'm, I'm like going, well, I understand. Thank you and please. <laughs> That's about as far as I get. Yeah. Yeah. Languages is not a skill. Mm -hmm. Human languages is not a skill mm -hmm. I picked up. Uh, yeah. For whatever reason, I can do computer languages, but like, mm -hmm. I remember very little of my high school French. Mm -hmm. I have just enough Spanish to say please and thank you and where's mm -hmm. the bathroom. And that's Randy Mulholland's mm -hmm. fault. Um, <laughs> so that's about it, right? Yeah. So, so. It's, it's sort of interesting to get insights into that and go, okay, now that I know that it's not just me being me approaching it the wrong way or something. It's like there is something there that is making right. this more difficult for me than for other people. So, right. which feels really nice to go, I'm not, <laughs> I am not a failure in that because this is a thing I can't do anything right. about. Right, and, and that's that's also a, a freeing thing. Um, mm -hmm. I took an aptitude, like aptitudes are measurable things. Um, and I took one in the early 90s mm -hmm. and it's like, here are skills that you have, here are aptitudes, things that mm -hmm. people are inherently good or bad at, mm -hmm. that you are really strong at, and here are things that you're, you struggle with. Mm -hmm. And being able to look at that and say, okay, so in order to do X, which requires Y, uh, the, the Y aptitude, mm -hmm. I am going to have to plan more time or understand that it's going to be very difficult mm -hmm. as compared to, um, 3D visualization, like, Tetris in my head, mm -hmm. great. Um, mm -hmm. But as much as I love them, you give me stuff in spreadsheets, and mm -hmm. I have to work at it, mm -hmm. right? Because I've, yeah. I've had to, because I have a low. They call it the accounting mm -hmm. aptitude, which is why, you know, when they do the thing mm -hmm. in school, and they give you the sheet of words. These mm -hmm. are your vocabulary words, mm -hmm. and you have to memorize them and remember how to spell mm -hmm. them and discover that. Yeah, never worked for me. But that's because it's data, it's things presented mm -hmm. in tables that you have to remember. Mm -hmm. Like, I love spreadsheets, but I don't remember what's on the spreadsheet because it's on the spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. Because it's right there. Uh, and But apparently there's a whole aptitude and there are people who are really good at it mm -hmm. natively and people who aren't. Mm -hmm. And when you know that, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm going no, a little bit. But, <laughs> but when you know that, when you have mm -hmm. that diagnosis, when mm -hmm. you have that... Oh, yeah, here's something you're going to struggle with. Mm -hmm. It is so freeing. Mm -hmm. As you can say, oh, that's why. Mm -hmm. And now I'm actually not going to stress over it. Mm -hmm. 
you know, I will adapt. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I say, I mean, it, it's like when I went back, when I was first formally diagnosed mm-hmm. at work, basically I was diagnosed so I could get accommodation at work, which was okay. a private office. Because right. my office was shared with several other people, and we were the first one next door to the loading dock, which has a swipe card to open. Beep, beep, click. Beep, so, beep, click. Yeah, it's not yep. even just that. It's like all the, the vendors or whatever who showed mm-hmm. up to, to bring stuff into the building. And yep. the door would be locked when they got back, so they'd come over to our office because we're right there. And so I was, you know, I and my coworkers were the library's doorman. Right. And... You know, I could get nothing done, so I. Well, went, that qualifies yeah. as other duties as required. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I know. Yeah, but I complained about that and uh, got the diagnosis, so I could be given a private office, mm-hmm. um, which uh, worked out really well. Except, you know, and because for our that's one good thing that the university we work at does. Right. And I think it's because they like to show, look, yes, we ha- we we accommodate these people. See right. how good we are. You know, we're not going to pay you your worth, but we'll accommodate you. Well, I mean, least. that's any industry, yeah, really, any industry. especially education. Yeah. Um, mm. But I had an HR person just af- after I was going through just sit there and, and try to let me know that it was okay to be labeled disabled. And, this, and I'm just sitting there going, you don't understand. I am happy for this right? because yeah. it gets me what I need. And you have the answers. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, have you tried? This is this is much more interesting. Have you tried any of the like um, uh, focus um, earplugs or f- noise filtery things? Because the company mm-hmm. I buy all of my concert going earplugs mm-hmm. for, Flare Audio, now has a line of. They're almost like musician earplugs, but for people to mm-hmm. that will cut noise and filter so that like all the extra ambient just gets put away. That's one of the reasons I love the Flare mm-hmm. Audios. I'll go to a concert, I'll put them in, mm-hmm. and it's like putting in a filter around the buzz and the hum mm-hmm. and the whatever, and I can actually hear the music. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently they make them now so that you can put them in and it will reduce... Mm-hmm sleep ambient noise or mm-hmm. like designed specifically for sleeping or uh, or designed mm-hmm. specifically for working in an office to cut out the the constant hum and buzz that can be very distracting yeah i haven't done anything that formal i've, I've got you know the the airpods that um can the, the pros with, yeah, the, the, pros with the noise with the, canceling the noise and the, oh my yeah. god i love them that's that's really nice and yep. i will put them in and then start work and some and then realize a little bit later you know like an hour later that oh i never actually started playing the music Right, and that and and I have a pair of, of sleep buds that I think mm-hmm. must have a little bit of that, or they just block, or just physically just block a little bit of it. Right, right. Um, it's brand is like one more, as in the number one more, and you know you can't stay awake for hours and hours and listen to your audiobook or your music um, because they don't hold a charge for that long, but it's just long enough for me to get to sleep. That's that's yeah. I have. Um... I have a face mask mm-hmm. with uh, Bluetooth speakers in them mm-hmm. because when Ursula's playing video games at night, mm-hmm. like she will want to get to a save point or whatever, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I have to sleep, and also the pill is making me sleep, but I won't be able to sleep mm-hmm. because of the light and the noise, which is the most frustrating thing in the mm-hmm. world, right? Uh, but I'll put those on and I'll put on the 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 mask and usually about the time she's going to sleep is about mm-hmm. the time it's either getting towards the end of the playlist mm-hmm. or I'm unconscious so it doesn't matter mm-hmm. you know although um, maybe using in the wake of Poseidon as part of that playlist uh, and the song <laughs> cat food was not the best choice because that's the one that'll make you jump straight right out because mm-hmm. it's you know King Crimson and all the smooth and then cat food is an in your face smack smack so um <laughs> Mm-hmm. Love the song, don't get me wrong, and mm-hmm. it's, you know, I, I, I think I call that one at this point my uh, my um, Greg Lake playlist, because mm-hmm. he was, it's Emerson Lake and Palmer and, and uh, early King Crimson, mm-hmm. which was all Greg Lake vocals, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so sleep buds, sleep yeah. filtering, yeah. Sleep buds, yeah, that helps. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also, you know, I, I've just got one of the things that they say in every article about ADHD, mm-hmm. it help exercise and for somehow that you know you always look at that and go oh really how 
you know, or right. whatever. And we, we own a treadmill, which I had been using, and I hadn't noticed anything with the treadmill being able mm-hmm. to, like that. And then, because I was just so out of condition from being in the house for a year and a half mm-hmm. and not walking across campus, which is a tiny little bit of conditioning, but I even lost that. Right. Um, you know, hired a personal trainer. A virtual personal trainer? Actually, it was, no, in person. Um, oh. Because she was, uh, is, is our, I, I feel so incredibly middle class in saying this. She was recommended by my massage therapist. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I, I feel you. Yeah. yeah. No. And I will say, oh, the massages, I started because I had a, a certain I have problem with uh, migraines being triggered by neck tension and stuff. Uh, yeah. And I don't know how much good that actually did, but what it happens is an hour and a half lying there with physical sensations of someone touching you, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. calms the busy part right. of my brain. And I can sit there and just think for an hour and a half, and it is wonderful. What's What um, uh, was interesting, my dentist, of all people, mm-hmm. I was getting um, I was getting a mold done mm-hmm. uh, prior to my one implant. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that stuff sticks, and it goes right to the gag reflex. Mm-hmm. And she looks at me, and she says, okay, I want you to hold your leg up and point with mm-hmm. it and tense. Okay, now pull back your foot. And while I'm focusing on that, mm-hmm. right, that physical specific sensation, my body is like, I can only process one thing. Mm-hmm. And so that's what it's processing on the physical side. Mm-hmm. And yeah, my, your focus. So yeah, your, your mm-hmm. body can really, yeah. you're short circuiting sort of your, mm-hmm. your, your, your system yeah. to, to get it there. It's a, it's mm-hmm. a neat trick yeah. once you know it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah. the massage helps you so, focus and yes. you can process I, things. Yeah, I, I, I worked through a lot of story for, okay. for, for the novel I was doing while I was there. I mean, because yeah, we didn't, for the first year, uh, uh, we didn't mm-hmm. go to her. You know, we, we did the nice thing and bought three full sessions that we still have yet to cash in and we probably won't because... Right, 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 right. You know, that. But um, after things started opening up a little bit... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and she and she opened back up and she explains all her protocols and everything. We all have to be masks. Everything's disinfected. Oh, yeah. Frequent testing, et cetera. Um, yeah. I just sort of went, okay, I'd really like to be able to think again. <laughs> and yeah. went back. But anyway, but she introduced me to the personal trainer mm-hmm. who I got on her mailing list. And when she opened up some uh, slots, she was actually going to do group training. I'm like, well, maybe... And I contacted her, and I'm not exactly sure how it came up, but it turns out that we don't live that far from each other. Oh, well, And she's right like, then. if you're okay with in-person sessions, I can come to your house. And I went, absolutely yes. 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 Awesome. And yes, because every time I tried to do my own strength training, mm-hmm. I would screw up and injure myself. Yeah. And it's that, just yeah. like, I need somebody else to teach me how to do this mm-hmm. and to check because every few sessions I will have fallen back into the bad habit again. Right. Whoop. Oops. Going to be editing this Good out. Good afternoon, everyone. <laughs> oh, it's that time. Guys from the branch of the New Amsterdam, We're giving you the latest medical and meteorological information. So, yeah, we were, we were yeah. talking about exercise before yeah. the uh, the captain's announcements. Also, all I could think, <laughs> we was talking about the one island we will be passing, I mm-hmm. guess it was it shortly, uh, that yeah. Ursula is going to be on that side of the ship because it is uninhabited and is popular with watchers oh, yeah. and so i just know where to find her i'm gonna probably have to physically drag her away for her signing in 45 minutes mm-hmm. so yeah i'm like oh no i need to get the microphone wait it's clipped to me it's cool mm-hmm. uh all right so, so yeah so it turns out that mm-hmm. um cardio well, well cardio um type exercise doesn't have that much of an effect on my uh overall adhd right strength right. training does Ah. So, yeah, I, I, the physical exhaustion or something, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But things have been easier for the past five months now. Right. Um, what the cardio por- portion has does is I've discovered that if I can, I guess, I guess it may be like the massage. It's a sensation that my, you know, I'm calming the part, the active parts of my brain. Mm-hmm. But I have a curated playlist for the project that I'm writing. Right. I put that on. I get on the treadmill. 
I start walking. In about five minutes, mm -hmm. ideas start coming. Okay. And sometimes my walk is only five minutes because I've got the idea that I need to write now, and sometimes it's right. 20 minutes. But that that is how I start writing sessions now. Okay. Yeah, no, my, my big thing is I really do need to start doing more cardio mm -hmm. um, and not just relying on the I'm going to go walk around with the chickens mm -hmm. for my exercise. I mean... Believe me, I'm getting in my steps every day mm -hmm. that way, but it's not the same, mm -hmm. right? It's not the same. Or, yeah. uh, you know, yes, I will be hauling buckets of ch food mm -hmm. or whatever around, but it's mm -hmm. not the same as that regular cadence mm -hmm. and that, that whole mindset. So yeah. you're doing better than I am on that. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, um, I'm just, it's, it's great. And I love the trainer because she's like, I, I discovered that part of my problem with previously trying to do strict things on myself is I push mm -hmm. myself too hard. Right. And that's partially what causes the injuries and partially because I'm like, okay, well, these squats feel terrible. They're not good. And then she's like, don't go down that far. And I'm like, I don't have to go down that far. She's like, no, you're building strength right now. You will eventually go down that far. Mm -hmm. But right now, it's better for you to go down partway. You know? So it's not the cult of CrossFit is what you're saying. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I am. Yay. She, she is sensible. She's a health at every size. Okay. Um, uh, ad adherent. And she is like, she will work with you. She makes sure, okay, she comes in and says, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Is there, right. is your, you know, you, your back was bad last week. Is it good now? You know? Okay. And arranges it to fit that and go for specific issues that I may have. I'm like, because I've always had terrible balance. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Um, and she's like, okay, well, here's these, this suite of exercises that we are doing to work on those little stabilizing muscles that will affect your balance. Right, right, so. right, right. So, and I, f yeah. I think it interesting, um, I love the healthy at every size mm -hmm. sort of movement that's mm -hmm. happening because there is so much of that. And if you've listened to Maintenance Phase, you mm -hmm. know, they talk about it all the mm -hmm. time, about the whole assumption that just because you are not in this particular form and shape, you are obviously not healthy. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're places at the extremes where yeah mm -hmm. but in general it's it's still so tied up in the you are not in an acceptable age weight category therefore mm -hmm. you are not just not healthy but it is yeah. uh, you are immoral i hate that yeah i hate, hate that, that. Yeah. yes and as mm -hmm. and living on a college camp or not living on working on a college campus is bad because you are surrounded by people who are at their peak of physical perfection uh yeah and also hiding a bunch of eating disorders but well still. yeah that's, that's a whole other thing <laughs> yeah. yeah uh all right now i have to go back to the to the oh, yeah <laughs> yeah uh oh, sorry we mentioned yeah mm -hmm. um <clears throat> mm -hmm. yep anyway um yeah <laughs> so yeah and and it, it can be very stressful um mm -hmm. i didn't realize it until we were on the catamaran Mm -hmm. uh, on this trip that I had probably not been shirtless in public mm -hmm. in many years because mm -hmm. I um, was, I got over it real quick on that one, mm -hmm. um, ashamed of, mm -hmm. you know, my physique or mm -hmm. lack thereof. And, uh, and so one of the things that has been great about this cruise mm -hmm. actually has been the, at least for me, mm -hmm. has, has been the bit that where... I am normal, mm -hmm. right? Um, and so, okay, cool. You're an older white dude who's bald and has a mm -hmm. paunch. Cool. Mm -hmm. You know, and a hairy back. Cool. Yeah. That's what we are. Yeah. We, yeah. The, the, the 2019 one that we went on, mm -hmm. um, at, at, the, the, at, at the stop at the, the Half Moon K, it's like mm -hmm. getting off and wow. It's body positivity. You don't yeah. feel bad. Yeah. You know, because, yeah. you know, it's, it's just like, that's, I don't know even how to put it. It's just like something in the air. It's like you just walk there and you're like, hey, nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nobody's I mean, judging. Yeah, that was that was it when we when, yeah. when we got on the, when it, it was time to get off the catamaran and they're like, well, just getting on, they're like, this is a shoeless cruise, so we will take your shoes now. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, and then, you know, here you go. And I'm like, well, I can go in in my T-shirt and get wet and have a wet T-shirt for mm -hmm. D&D, &D, or I can pack it very nicely mm -hmm. and just 
deal. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. it was, it was, it was so nice. Yes. Like I haven't even <laughs> taken my shirt off around my, my family in the family swimming pool mm-hmm. in, well, also mom gets like snarky about the nipple rings. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, mom can deal. Yes. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. right. So yeah. healthy at every size exercise. Yeah. Exercise yeah. is good. Um, cool. Yeah. something something that is that is like uh there are so many people who are like well what was the new thing you started doing during the pandemic and it's been sourdough or fermenting Mm -hmm. things or whatever and the number of people who are like no i started exercising and not the bullshit gym thing but Mm -hmm. like exercising has been fantastic Mm -hmm. you know yes i'm not doing this to be to have Mm -hmm six-pack abs i'm mm-hmm. doing this to be healthy and yeah, i think I, that's that's yeah. a great i'm doing attitude. this because i would like to be able to you know sit down and get up without pain right i would like to when when we travel to japan mm-hmm. we were on miyajima island for for the new year's fire festival it was oh awesome. wow yeah but we got there early to walk around and there's a whole bunch of steps that go up to the uh with the ropeway car where you can go up to the top of the island and i looked at that and i went I'm not going to make it up those steps. So, so Lumen took the camera and went mm-hmm. up and took the, took the shots and came back to... It worked out. We saw different things. Yeah. yeah. So we saw yeah. different things like that. But I want to have the option to look at those stairs and go, yeah, sure, let me do that. Which, yeah, unlike, um, what was it, Patala Palace in Tibet, where it's like, mm-hmm. yes, this is the highest, um, not the highest monastery in the world, but of the of the... Mm-hmm. His Holiness's palaces, this is, you know, the primary one. And by the way, mm-hmm. it also is the temple with the most steps in the world. Mm-hmm. And there are no elevators. There are no ramps. You're going up the stairs. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're incredibly proud we did it. 300 and some odd stairs. At, mm-hmm. You know, and I think by the time you get to the top, you're at something like 11,000 feet above sea level. Mm-hmm. Wow. So yeah. it was its own challenge. <laughs> yes. But... Um, you know, and we're very happy we did it. And there's that, look, if we could go up those stairs, mm-hmm. we can do this other thing. Uh, but still, yeah, no, it would have mm-hmm. been nice to be like, nope, I'm going up those stairs like that Tibetan, mm-hmm. like that 80-year-old Tibetan woman mm-hmm. carrying three gallons of yak butter. Yep. <laughs> Why is she just, and she's mm-hmm. just going. And that's the difference in the conditioning and the, the training yeah, right exactly. there. Yeah, um, that, let's see. Um, I mentioned that, yeah, I've managed to get a novel draft written. Right. In between doing covers and my day job. <laughs> and um, it partially helps that I have two alpha readers. Obviously, one is Lumen. The other oh, yeah. one is a friend who is a pro writer. Who mm-hmm. I know that shouldn't matter, but the thing is, it's like, okay, you are a trad-published pro writer, and... Therefore, your judgment as to how good this is means something to me. Right, right. You know, okay, but... Let me... So, all right. So, But that's... Mm-hmm. It is nice yeah. to have that. Like, I am the alpha reader, and then mm-hmm. we have the beta readers. And I, yeah. I don't know if if Ursula sends them out to any other trad-published mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, often the beta readers are also the sensitivity readers. Mm-hmm. And the beta readers are... Um, plot editors as well mm-hmm. so it's um and it's never a work in, i'm the only one who sees the work in progress mm-hmm. the incomplete work in progress mm-hmm. generally like i i want to send it to a friend who's making grabby hands and ursula's like let me finish the book first <laughs> so yeah um yeah so yeah that's great because but ha- having that mm-hmm. you know that that feedback because they'll they'll get to it within a couple of days, and um, be kind of fanish at me about right. about it. Which, right. Hey, that and um, also, if I don't write anything for a few days, mm-hmm. they'll send me little nudging emails going, "I don't mean to pressure you, but I would okay. love to see your next bit. Yeah, <laughs> when you get the chance. Yeah. No hurry, you know." <laughs> Which is, as soon as we get home, apparently one book is going to show up on my Kindle with the Does This Shame My Ancestors mm-hmm. moment. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so that that really helps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Having, okay, there is someone I am accountable to right. now. Right, right, right. Who, that, so, um, that, and also I got 
once I got up to a certain momentum, I thought I was three quarters of the way through the book. I stopped. I mm-hmm. replotted. Oh, I'm actually two thirds of the way through the book. But right. I have I've hit the momentum now where I actually know how it's going to end. Right. And I need to get it out because I want to read how it's going to end. <laughs> right. Yes. No, I've seen that one. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so that worked. And I ended up finishing it. We um, Because we work at a university, we get mm-hmm. between Christmas and New Year's off. Right. And we took a couple days on either side. So we had a full solid three weeks. Nice. And I wrote every day and I finished the book on like the next to last day. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Yes. And. So. Yeah. Why are you jumping around, strange device? <laughs> um, we will we will get back to the page where I was taking notes because uh, honestly, um, yeah, uh, we're we're just gonna skip the daily routine question mm-hmm. um, because psh, yeah, nobody's routine is the same anymore, mm-hmm. and those of us who work at home now pretty much have the same routine, which mm-hmm. is get up, get our stuff together, do mm-hmm. our job, whatever that looks like, and you know. Do the other things. Um, yeah, I, the, I will say that the last time you asked about, you know, celebrating success. That's where I was headed next. Yeah, okay. That's, I was celebrating success and, uh, mm-hmm. and dealing with failure. Well, it is. I first, I first actually wrote a novella, which is actually sort of the first 25% right. of this novel, mm-hmm. you know, which is an incredibly sellable structure. Yes, I know. It's, it's kind of like the Vore game by Lois and Master Boogold, okay. in which you yeah. have the separate novella, and then things lead on from that for the right. rest. It's right, kind of right, like right, that. Right, 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 right. But... Um, uh, I was going to okay when I first when I when I finished the the draft of the novella first, mm-hmm. I basically commissioned fan art of my characters. All right. I, I I went to you know a couple of the subreddits you know hungry artists and starving artists where they mm-hmm. hang out found some found a few people whose styles I liked who were wildly different because I wanted to see different interpretations, right. and sent them information and got back art of my characters which I liked. Cool for. Uh, for the end of the novel, I did two things. Mm-hmm. Um, first, I uh, again I, I commissioned artwork, much much fancier, bigger artwork this time, yeah. <laughs> a full scene, not just like a character design, mm-hmm. um, because that. And I also is part of the uh, emailing back and forth with the artist. I managed to do right. at one point when I didn't have the riddle in, and I sort of blathered at him for like five hundred words on. <laughs> Caravaggio right. and things I liked about that. So, and he came back and went, "Uh, okay, good." And I'm like, "I'm so sorry for dumping Caravaggio love on you." You know these things happen. Yeah, but the other thing I did was mm-hmm. because it turns out part of my writing process is to read a bunch and research a bunch. Right. And this is a secondary world fantasy, sort of where I took cool bits I found in the Italian Renaissance and the Thirty Years' War and smushed them together into a okay. big mass that will make any historian cry. Um, well, they're used to it by now. Yeah. Um, but there is a particular book whose title I don't have offhand, but it is specifically about Spanish infantrymen mm-hmm. during the Thirty Years' War, the daily life. Oh, wow. All these sorts of things. You know, exactly. Like, here's what they're paid. Here's what they eat. Mm-hmm. Here is how you sack a city. And one of my main characters is a mercenary. Okay. And I'm like, I need this book. Oh, it's an academic press. It's $130. It's Ooh, yeah. made to be sold to five libraries and to me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's also so recently... You know, our library has it, but only in ebook version. And I, I'm like, I I don't... And it's, it's it's not even one of the nice ebook versions where they let you download the whole thing. You're only oh you're limited God. to like 102 pages. And I'm like, I can't... No. I, I have to buy this. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I will, I will drop that money on it when I finish the draft. Okay, and that I is a did reward. That. Yeah, and I'm like, yes. I, I, I technically ordered it before I finished the draft, like the week before, but I could tell I was on it, and I'm like, I would like this book to arrive at the same time as I finish my draft. You so know, that's, I did that's that. <laughs> timing, timing for that sort of thing mm-hmm. is important. You know, yeah. so yeah. So a little jealous of that book. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is it is a it is a wonderful book for my purposes. So, uh, and I'm looking at it. and I'm thinking about some of the upcoming stories that are no I know are coming, and like that may actually be handy for Ursula as well. Okay. So, um, I will make a note to myself to find it and. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, please yeah. after after the cruise, email yeah. me 
links because I mm -hmm. am not going to be able to Google all of this. Um, yeah, did your handling of failure change any? Um, actually, I'm trying to think of anything I would specifically call a failure. Mm -hmm. um, or missing missing a target, missing a missing, goal. Missing targets, missing goals. Yeah. Um, if it's, uh, yeah, cause I don't really, I don't particularly with with the writing, I don't particularly set specific goals. Right, right. Um, so that helps. <laughs> but, right, 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 right. Um, and yeah, cause I just, I, I know people who are like, I write fifteen hundred words a day, and I'm like, I write until I'm done. Yeah. Um, the, with the cover stuff, um, my failures would tend to be. I have pushed this person off and forgotten to email them enough right, and right, so on, yeah. and so they're waiting on me, and that's mm -hmm. the abject apology. I'm sorry. I will do better. Um, yes. I, I think I think between changing medications and the exercise, I don't feel it quite so personally. Okay. It's like, okay, this I yes, this is a thing I could have done better that I didn't do. Mm-hmm. I am now not going to feel incredibly depressed for a week. Yes. Oh, God, I love medicine for that. Yes. yes. <laughs> I get my neurotransmitters in a little bottle. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yes. Mm -hmm. if, you, if, you, if you don't have homemade, store-bought is fine. Yes. So, and that's that's an interesting thing, because a lot of people, they're, they're, when they get a diagnosis and they understand what's going on, or mm -hmm. when they get medicated, after getting a diagnosis and understanding mm -hmm. what's going on, yeah, it often does change. Mm -hmm. Because suddenly you know what's happening. Am I in the shame spiral? Crap, I'm in the shame spiral. Mm -hmm. uh, in my case, am I in the shame spiral? I am in the shame spiral. And there is the Zoloft grabbing it mm -hmm. by the throat and saying, we will stop this now. Yeah. Theoretically, you're not supposed to feel that, but mm -hmm. I know when it's happening. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. I was speaking of medication, I've discovered if I take my Ritalin shortly before working out, I will mm -hmm. do more sets and more reps. Yeah. Because it's just, and I, I, I didn't realize, like, oh, the, the bit of me that says, no, no, we're done, doesn't kick mm -hmm. in for longer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, mm -hmm. and it, it, because it's not your brain, your brain is not bored and mm -hmm. saying, now nah, we need to do something else mm -hmm. just to keep me entertained. Yeah. So, Yeah. There's also a podcast that I've just recently been listening to mm -hmm. about ADHD. It's called Something Shiny. Okay. It is, the hosts are two therapists with ADHD. Okay. And most of them are, you know, most, most of their guests are like friends and family who've known them because they've been mostly doing mm -hmm. this through the pandemic time. Oh, yeah, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one of them has, over the course of several episodes, been doing a sort of ADHD 101 okay. um, series. Mm -hmm. And he he he's he says a lot of things which I sort of knew already from reading, but then he either expands on them or gives me some new information that was like, whoa, that explains so much. Yeah, yeah. And like he says, for dopamine, normal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I should say normal. Typical people have um, a dopamine receptor that's like the size of a thimble. Mm -hmm. ADHD people, it's a pint glass. So, right. Okay. And so, therefore, you have to fill that container with dopamine before mm -hmm. you get the feeling. If the ADHD person does not have something that is doing that for them, right, they will do it themselves. Anxiety. Right. You know, worry, um, anger, picking fights. You know, negative emotions yeah. will also give you that thing of dopamine. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, that makes. A lot more sense because if I'm sitting here going, okay, there's that thing over there that I need to do. I have yes. to do that. I can't, you know. I'm getting more dopamine from sitting here going, I need to do that and I'm not doing that. That's awful. Mm -hmm. Than I am by doing the thing. Yeah, I, I found out that uh, the uh, med I take for restless leg is also Parkinson's med mm -hmm. at significantly higher doses. Mm -hmm. And one of the things they warn you about is um, that side effects may include um, an increased urge to gamble. Mm -hmm. at doses, again, significantly higher mm -hmm. than what I'm on for my nightly mm -hmm. restless leg because it messes with your dopamine. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, why would that be? I And someone up on deck was just like, I know the answer to this and this is why. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, 
that makes total sense. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, if you have an addictive personality, apparently it screws with you and it will make other addictions, mm -hmm. you know, pot other potential addictions worse. And I'm like, so I don't need to worry at my dosage. On the other hand, every so often I go past the Blinky Lights the Casino in here and say, I could just sit there for an hour. Mm -hmm. Right? But I would have done that before anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ursula will kill me because I think uh, all of our incidentals are going on her credit card. Um, <laughs> um, well, mine, they were all going on mine and then two days before the cruise it got compromised. So I had to run around switching everything oh over to Lumen's card. Oh my god, I hate card. that. I hate that. I hate yes. that. I hate that. Um, so, yeah, cool. Uh, mm -hmm. Where do we find you online? Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. The important one. Uh -huh. um, do you have a charity you want us to support, our listeners to support? I would say the, there, there's a charity I have to take a look at. I haven't looked at it recently, but um, mm -hmm. I believe it's called Nothing But Nets. It is an anti-malarial one that oh, basically yes, 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 sends yes, yes. out, yeah, it sends out mm -hmm. um, malaria nets to, yes. to people. Um, I spent part of my childhood in the Serengeti National Park. Okay. My, my yes. father was a wildlife biologist studying mm -hmm. birds in the height of grasses. And... <laughs> oh, boy, will Ursula want to talk to you. Yes, okay. yes. I mean, I will grant you, I was between the ages of four and six. So mm -hmm. um, I will explain exactly how much I remember of that. Um, yeah. But yeah. I caught malaria while I was there. Oh, yeah. And it... It, yeah, we got it early. It was. We took me to. Mm -hmm. the, they took me to the flying doctor. Yes, yes. Who looked at that and when you either have um, heat, you know, heat exhaustion or malaria, mm -hmm. and then I got sick on her, and she said it's malaria. Mm -hmm. And I got medicated. We got it right. out, and I have never had a relapse. Good. Which is good. So we got it out that first time. But as you can see, that's a very personal thing <laughs> for me. Yes. No, a lot of charities are very personal yeah. like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, thank God there were no relapses and they got it all. Because that, mm -hmm. you know, once, if you don't get it, if you don't get it that first time, you're stuck with it. It's mm -hmm. like Lyme disease yep. in that. Yeah. Because, yep. yeah, I think um, the parasites just live in your liver and they periodically yep. come out. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I've yeah, that's that's why everybody's so excited about the um, the malaria vaccine, mm -hmm. even though it has uh, what would be considered by any other vaccine standards and a, a very low efficacy. Mm -hmm. The fact that it has any efficacy yes. at all means millions of lives saved. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. So just, yeah, totally, mm -hmm. totally. Okay. Awesome. And then where do we find you online? And I probably have the links in my other notes in the other show and I'm going to mine it. But mm -hmm. where, 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 where do we find you on the socials if you're open to sharing and, uh, and things um, like that? Usually if you find telephase at something, it's me. Okay. So telephase at Dreamwith, telephase on Twitter. Although I, I grant you, I sort of mostly ignore Twitter because ADHD, I will get sucked into oh, it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, from. Cool. Yeah. So we will, we will, I will make a note of that. And uh, those of you who do the follow and whatever, um, mm -hmm. expect to follow quietly. I, um, I think I love Dreamwidth. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, the funny thing about Dreamwidth is, uh, I think one of the people who founded it, mm -hmm. at least the icon's the same, follows me on Twitter. It's a really <laughs> awkward thing. But, yeah. uh, shout out, shout out to all the Dreamwidth people who are going to keep or, or keeping mm -hmm. uh, the spiritual successor to Live Journal alive, mm -hmm. because you go. Um, and I, I miss doing the Live Journal thing, but I kind of don't. <laughs> yeah. You know, the the sort of I'm going to do blogs and put the I I, I miss. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I miss the communities, but mm -hmm. uh, I don't. Part of me feels like I outgrew it. It feels weird, right? Yeah. But it's still fantastic, and I highly recommend it mm -hmm. for anyone who wants to. Yeah, it's what's it's like. I like the conversation style on it, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I have pretty much a sort of set of core group of core dream with friends who have been there for who knows how many years. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. and every so often I sort of leap out into another social and go, I don't understand this. I am old. I don't have to. I'm coming back. You know. Right. <laughs> so, um, and uh, as popular as uh, Tumblr is, the threading on Tumblr makes my skin crawl. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Yeah, perfect timing. All right, thank you so much. Yeah, as, as the music is kicking in, uh, you know, thank you so much for carving out some time on the cruise to do right. this. Thank Absolutely you too. fantastic. Uh -huh. Yeah, uh, and and for those of you who you know weren't on the cruise, you you missed out. Try to get on one one day. We're mm -hmm. having a blast. And uh, also, um, you know, we'll be right back after this. We are back. I really want to thank Augusta for taking the time out of what was an absolutely brilliant and wonderful time uh, on the Joko cruise and, um, you know, uh, spending time with me to do this discussion. Uh, it was great and I had a lot of fun and I hope all y'all enjoyed our conversation as much as I did. So yeah, there's that. Um, our word for this week is malaria, uh, like the disease, because like Augusta mentioned, it's something she had and I needed a word. And so there we are. Uh, so the badge code this week is malaria. You can go to productivityalchemy.com and enter that badge code in the little box for badge codes, and you will get a badge for this week. Also, you will see other things on ProductivityAlchemy.com, like past episodes, like the list of questions I use for every first time and sometime returning interviews, and a whole bunch of other stuff, including a link that says support. You can click it, but you don't have to. We're, we're fine. We're good. We would rather you give your money to someone else who needs it way more than we do, and... This week, that is nothing but nets. The uh, Malaria Nets uh, charity, um, they are like a global group that is sending uh, malaria, malaria, um, malaria nets to Nigeria, to uh, uh, Borno, to all kinds of places um, to, you know, help stop the spread of a deadly, really easily preventable uh, parasitic infection that kills untold hundreds and thousands of people every every year. So, I mean, you know, I I think it's really, really, really important to support this. And so, yeah, it's all about beating malaria. So let's uh, let's do that. Um, so, yeah, you can find that at beatmalaria.org. And that'll take you through the process. Um, while we're on the subject, you know, um, get out there and do some good this week, right? It's It's been a, a, a heck of a thing so far this week. And I know a lot of people have had a little bit of stress and the socials are up in arms over, you know, the things the socials are up in arms about. And so, you know what, just take some time out, do some good, uh, do your best and whatever you do and no matter what it looks like, you know, stay productive, I guess, maybe rest too. rest can be productive, right?